Do I look fat? Hey guys, thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of the Do I Look Fat podcast. I'm so excited to introduce you to today's guest. She is a certified Sephora makeup artist, an unapologetically bad bitch, and a full-on recognized WAP recreator, the talented Stephanie Roxanne. Hey boo, how are you? Oh, hey, what's up? How you doing? I'm good. Um, Roxanne is a makeup artist based out of Washington Heights. She is now freelancing and just doing the damn thing. I have been following her on Instagram. Her Instagram is oh, hey, Roxanne for a minute now. She is a full-on creative. She does makeup and not only beauty makeup, but also like face painting. And then she also does um, graphic art. Like it, she's full-on like... You want something done, she'll probably get it done for you. Um, but I love her yeah. because her aesthetic when it comes to makeup is just fire. Um, how are you today, Boo? Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm doing well. I had a very eventful morning with a few clients and things like that. But um, everything's pretty chill. Pretty chill. It was kind of hot today, I'm going to be honest. It was pretty <laughs> hot today, but... It's been a good day. Mm-hmm. We had a cool <laughs> couple of days here in New York. Like, it was like, is fall around the corner? Like, it was still August, and it didn't even hit 80 one day. I was just like, this is ridiculous, and I'm not with it because I love summer. Um, how has it been post-quarantine being, like, a freelance makeup artist and, like, building your clientele? How has that been? So, it's it's... It has its ups and downs, to be honest. I think that now that I'm taking a lot more clients, before I definitely stopped. Oh my God. As a matter of fact, let me tell you a little quick story yes, please. <laughs> about my last client mm-hmm. that I had before we officially went like lockdown. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even trying to put her out here like that. I don't know her too well. She was a referral. So basically, I take clients either from referral or if I meet them at Sephora, um, I write down their information and I do freelance, right? Mm -hmm. So I had this one client come and um, long story short, she was not feeling well because she had a hangover Mm. and I'm doing her makeup, beating her face on the brows and I'm like, yes, yes, you know, this is is beautiful, right? Mm -hmm. And I see her sweating and I'm like, hold up, like my house is very cold and I'm like are you okay like do you have a fever like what's going on because you're you're a little sweaty Mm -hmm. and I'm noticing it I'm in your face right so she's like she starts like like burping a little bit and I'm on her eyes I'm on her eyes like I'm almost done with her eyes about to put her lashes on Mm. she throws up oh no (laughs) she throws up and it wasn't like a cute throw up you know how sometimes you'd be like right (laughs) (laughs) It was like, girl, she, she like projectile vomited all over my living room, on the rug. Like it was two Damn. seconds before it got on my whole body. And I looked at her and I was like, girl. You didn't know that was coming? You're not a child. Like you didn't feel like you should have said to me, you know what? Let me get up for a second. Maybe head to the bathroom right quick. Like something. Not projectile vomiting. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. She... And, and, you know, like, I'm, I'm very big on body language and, like, you know, the vibe that she was giving off was, like, she's a little bit uncomfortable. 
And I'm like, okay, you know, sweetie, you could go to the bathroom. Do you need a drink of water or something? Mm-hmm. She's like, no, no, continue. Um, I'm so excited for my birthday, whatever. She had to be like, she's grown. Mm-hmm. She's grown. Right, grown enough. Throws up all, all over the place. She gets up, and I'm not making a big deal out of it. Like, I'm, I'm a very understanding person. Right. And I'm like, okay, it's okay. Like, I get it. It's her birthday. Mm-hmm. So, um... She goes to the bathroom and she comes back and I'm like, well, the service is over, right? Right. You would think. Nah. She sits down and she's like, yo, finish. <laughs> I have somewhere to be and I need my face beat. Like, I don't care if I'm sick, throwing up. I just need this face beat. Do what she you was can. like covered in vomit. <laughs> and she's like, yo, finish. I need you to finish. I was like, are you, <laughs> are you sore? <laughs> <laughs> she had tears running down her face. She she still wanted me to finish. Of course. Long longer story short, I finished. Um, and her like you know her lashes were, Lord, mm-hmm. tears and lashes don't mix. So uh-huh. I was like, look, like you know, I did the best that I can do with the conditions. Right. And she still looked fire. I thought she was gonna go home and the day was canceled. Nah, she stayed out. I saw her on Instagram. She was still with her, with her wing, with her beat face, freaking slaying it. And I was like, "Damn, I did that." Like, <laughs> no one can tell that she was that she projectile vomited a couple of hours earlier. Essentially. For real, for real. I was in shock. So that was the last. And then my family was like watching me do her makeup and mm-hmm. watching the whole thing develop. Mm-hmm. And as it was developing on the news. It was like, yo, COVID, right. COVID is out here and we going on lockdown. So what you doing? And I'm over here like, shorty just vomited all over the carpet. Like, what are we, what are we doing? I can tell why that was your last client pre-quarantine because it's just like, okay, seriously, like not during a whole pandemic, you're not going to get sick in my, like, in my space. Like, ma'am. Dime, dime. I'm like, no, pero lord christ the things that makeup artists go through like we really be going through some stuff mm-hmm. like we've been going so through all the shit on top of somebody right like hairstylists yeah they're on top of you but they're behind you for the most part like you're literally in someone's face for a good 45 minutes to an hour like invading all personal space essentially right yeah you're trying to correct things you know you're like people tell you about like their insecurities like hey you know I don't like the way my eyes look with this blah 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 like when you're a makeup artist you get really deep like and I don't think people understand that yeah so I wanted to play a quick game like a little icebreaker it's basically a makeup this or that so I'm gonna give you two options and you're gonna tell me which one you prefer okay Okay, (laughs) so the first one is beauty blender or brushes Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one okay so in sephora i was the sephora collection ambassador which means i would have to like train the girls on how to use certain items mm-hmm. when it comes to beauty blenders and brushes to be honest i love brushes mm-hmm. i do not use beauty blenders unless i'm doing um you know, those alien looks that I do, mm-hmm. like all blue face, all pink face. Okay. Um, I just feel like blenders, they, they do give a lot of coverage, but it's not for me when it comes to my beat face. I don't even right. use it on my clients. Yeah. I find it's easier to build with a brush. 
right? So if yeah. you wanted to build instead of just like packing it on, um, like with a beauty blender, mm -hmm. then you can like build it up with the brush, the size of the brush, how much you actually want to like, you know, how much product you want and all of that. So yeah, I definitely feel you on that. Okay. Um, the next one is mascara or fake lashes. Mascara. Wait, wait, <laughs> are we talking about lash extensions? Are we talking lash extensions or fake like lashes? Falsies? Yeah, I think falsies. Just straight falsies. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> this is hard. <laughs> right? I would say, I would say falsies because as a beginner, I used to do mascara only. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then my homegirl Tanisha, shout out to her. <laughs> shout she's out like, to girl, your looks look fire. But if you add a false lash, right. it's going to change your life. It, it <laughs> brings the look all the way together. So you'll be doing your makeup and you're like, yeah, this is fire, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, a couple of things of mascara, a couple of coats. Then you put on a popping lash and the lash has to complement the look. If you find the perfect lash for the look, it'll just bring it up from like, if it was a 10, now it's at least a 75. Like at least. It's crazy yeah. what a lash can do. I'm telling you. It's true. <laughs> I it's love true. lashes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next one. Popping highlighter or a snatched contour? Highlighter. Highlighter. Okay. Highlighter. Really? All the way. I feel like contour, like most of my looks mm -hmm. don't take too much contour mm -hmm. because they can go from drag queen mm -hmm. <laughs> to you know, a very soft, sun-kissed, bronzy type of look. Okay. And I feel like I go for a more bronzy instead of a contour, mm -hmm. so it's softer. Mm -hmm. But definitely, like, a highlight really shapes the face a little more than a contour, I feel. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. I I love highlighter. What's your favorite highlighter right now? Let me ask you that. Ooh. 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 ooh hold on. Let me see. Let me see. <laughs> I have two right now. I have two right now. There's one that I have on right now. Mm. I would say the Milk Cosmetics Blitz Highlighter mm -hmm. is the softest. And it's it's cute on the brightness. But recently, Morphe sent me a highlighting kit. And okay. that one is really serving because it has like six colors or eight colors. Oh, I love that. And they pop. I mean, like, you need a little bit and you'll be, like, glowing for the gods. That is amazing. And for pictures, like, even I'm looking at you on the Zoom video and I can just see the highlight, like, on the tip of your nose. And it's just, it's perfect. It's, like, perfect. Oh, damn. <laughs> that Morphe is the Morphe one. I'm mm -hmm. very impressed with Morphe with that case. Yeah. Morphe, Morphe has stepped it up. I will say that. Morphe has definitely stepped it up. Um, okay. Colorful eyeshadow or neutral eyeshadow? No, oh, colorful all the way. <laughs> I know a lot, of people, a lot of people like the neutral, but you know me, like my my um my specialty, I would say, is color. Even though I could really give you a soft glam, mm -hmm. but yeah. I just love like. I just love introducing color to everyone that be like, oh my God, I would never wear a bright orange lid. And I'm like, let me show you how though. Because mm -hmm. you can do it and not look like a clown. Like you don't always have to look like rainbow and, you know, 
all of that. Like you can use these bright colors and still like blend it out in a way where it's like just like a pop of color, but it's still there, you know? Exactly. That's the key. The blend. The blend is the key. Blend, blend, blend until that wrist falls. Okay. Well, you're alive. <laughs> <laughs> um, wing or no wing? Oh, damn. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> I grew up on a wing. Let me tell you, when I first started makeup, it was always wing liner, wing liner. And now I find myself not wearing the wing as often Mm -hmm. and I think it's because I want to show you know the blending on my shadow right so it's like I gotta go 50 50 or I have to choose one if I have to choose one I would say wing because you gotta stunt every day yeah (laughs) (laughs) and it has to be sharp as fuck (laughs) sharp as fuck like killer I love it. I definitely a wing was like the first thing I protect I perfected on myself. Like yeah. with a liquid liner. I I love a good liquid liner wing. Like yeah. And it also because uh, it complements my eye shape. So not, wings isn't good for everybody, right? Like a wing liner doesn't always look the best on everyone. Um yeah. but if you do it the right way, you can probably pull off a wing liner if you did it right. You know, like Maybe it's not the yeah. most complimenting thing, but most people can kind of pull it off. Um, okay. Yeah. Matte lipstick or gloss? I would say... You know what's crazy? You asking me these questions and I'm thinking about my clients and I'm not <laughs> even thinking about myself. <laughs> but if it was... Like if it was for me, I would say freaking chapstick. Like right. I'm not, I'm not big on wearing lipstick too much. Like I do sometimes with the look, but mm-hmm. if you see me on the regular, I'm wearing like freaking chapstick or a little bit of lip gloss, but nothing too sticky. Maybe mm-hmm. like a lip oil. Right. I know that sounds bougie, but moisturizing. <laughs> Maybe with a yeah, little tint in it. You know, something, nothing crazy. Um, mm-hmm. I'm the same way. Especially now with, yeah. like, corona and the masks. Like, I don't want to wear lipstick at all. Because I just feel like it'll get messy. Mm-hmm. It'll shift. I don't have time for all of that. If I'm going to, like, well, I don't even. Right. I'm not even. I haven't even been putting, like, foundation on because of the mask. Because it's annoying. Yeah. So. No, I feel you. Definitely feel you. Mm-hmm. I feel like during COVID, um, the use of makeup has, I mean, for me, cause I'd be seeing a lot of people with their mask and then beat beat face. And I'm mm-hmm. like, damn, like, okay. But for me, my focus is skincare. Yeah, skincare, for sure. Skincare. So that is a fact. And that's always the best. Even if you like makeup, you want to focus on skincare because you want your base to be as flawless as possible. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely true. Like before growing up, I used to have a lot of um, cystic acne, Mm -hmm. like all over my cheeks and my jawline based off of like hormones and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And now that I got older, you know, having that journey from so young to now, I'm just like, I understand skincare so much. And before it was like, not having the knowledge of skincare and just piling up makeup right on your face and it just looks nasty like very cakey very and, cakey. Um, now just knowing about skincare and having my skin somewhat be be a little bit healthier than what it was before i, I get less breakouts and things like that mm-hmm. um 
I'm always ranting about the importance of skincare. Always. It's very, very important. And that actually brings us into our next segment, um, the Eat Your Heart Out segment where we talk about diet trends or just things having basically to do with like food. So today I wanted to talk about the beauty diet, which basically gives you the eight best foods for healthy skin that glows, right? Because when you put on makeup, that's what you want. You want your base to be healthy. You want it to be supple. You want it to be moisturized. You want all of that so that when you put your makeup on, it accentuates your features instead of trying to like cover up and make new ones, if that makes any sense, right? So I found this article on readersdigest.ca and it gives you ways to eat and drink your way to a gorgeous complexion. Um, And the first tip, first and foremost, of course, is drink plenty of water. Your skin is your biggest organ and it's a reflection of what's going on inside your body. Drinking water might seem like a no-brainer, but most people don't get enough H2O in, a, in their day and it can lead to sullen, dry skin, especially in the winter. Um, some tips for getting in more water would be to infuse your water. So like adding citrus fruits, cucumbers, or frozen berries um, is a great way to add some like flavor to your water, but also keep it very hydrating without adding like sugar and things like that. Um, listen, drinking water, I love water. It's really usually all I drink for the most part. But when you're busy, like it's hard to like stay on track with drinking water as opposed to like drinking only when you're feeling thirsty. Um, I try to like just be mindful and just drink throughout the day just so I try to stay as hydrated as possible. I agree. To be honest, you know what I do? I have a little um, tip here. Mm -hmm. I set alarms. I know it's annoying, but every (laughs) hour I set a few alarms where I'm like, you know, drink water or make sure to have a snack or something because Mm -hmm. I feel like as a makeup artist, when I have back-to-back clients, um, I tend to not eat all day. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh my God, I have a headache. I have an attitude. Why? And it's because I haven't ate anything and I haven't right. drank any water. And it's like, without those alarms, I think that I can just go on work mode for the entire day, which is very unhealthy. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that really helps. And drinking water is the basis of like getting amazing skin mm-hmm. i don't understand people that be like i don't like the taste of water water what doesn't taste about? like anything like what are we saying <laughs> like are you crazy that no. would be like i don't like the smell of air what, what? I don't like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like it doesn't make any sense like come on mm-hmm. whatsoever um okay the second tip is to eat salmon for healthy skin um, so a uh, one way to achieve luminous, healthy skin is to wrap, ramp up your intake of omega-3 fatty acids. Um, apparently, this helps rejuvenate your skin, um, which makes sense because if you think about it, like all of these like creams and stuff, you always hear like omega-3s and like your oils and your tinctures and all of this shit that you're putting on your skin. So it would make sense to actually consume it as well so that it can work from the inside out instead of the outside in mm-hmm. yeah that makes sense sweet mm-hmm. potatoes is also another one because they're high in glycemic glycemic index um so when you eat carbs that spike your sugar um apparently that does something to your skin it 
dehydrates you and can cause acne and things like that. So, you know, your skin is your biggest organ, right? I think I said that earlier. So a lot of the things you consume, it comes out like in your skin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, another tip would be, they just gave a lot of food. So it's like Brazil nuts help because of the selenium that they have. It helps you look long, look younger, longer, longer. (laughs) I mean, for me, I feel like black don't crack anyway. So we'll be all right. I've never had a Brazil nut, to be honest. I don't know about that one. I'm like, okay, a Brazil nut, that's fine. I mean, if you want to try that, that's cool. Mm. Um, Kiwis was another one. But basically, anything rich in, like, vitamin C is very important. So you want to make sure that you have a good intake of vitamin C to help promote um, your skin cells to repair themselves every day. And then we have finally, it's like the holy grail of beauty is avocados. You can use avocado for fucking anything. Yeah. And it's like, it, it helps your hair. It helps your skin. It's good to eat. Like you put it on your food. Like it's just, it's amazing. It's the good fat. You Very know? true. Very <laughs> true. <laughs> I've been um, using avocado actually under my eyes to help with like puffiness and darkness as well okay because I saw my friend Dari mm-hmm. he started putting on his close friends sorry if I'm snitching <laughs> um he's just like putting all this gunk on his face and I'm like what the hell is that and he's like avocado, <laughs> avocado. <laughs> I'm like, okay let me try that I do avocado a little bit of turmeric or turmeric I don't know if I'm saying mm-hmm. that right but turmeric. Yeah, so I'll do those two, and it does help a little. It does help with the darkness. Under so the what eye. do you do? You, like, mash them and then add a little, like, sprinkle a little turmeric and then just, like, yes, put it on your yeah. face, like a paste, kind of? Like a paste, like a paste. You just want to make sure that you're not putting too much of the powder because it will deadass turn your under eye yellow. So Ooh, okay, that's that. not good. <laughs> so you want to make sure you're not doing too much of that. I did see, and I don't know if you want to talk about it, that you are also the founder of Gifted.co. Yes, yes. Ooh, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so um, Gifted.co is my upcoming skincare brand, actually. Mm-hmm. And I'm super excited to go ahead and um, show that to the world. It is a work in process. But like how we were speaking before about um, how important skincare is before makeup, mm-hmm. that is basically what I am trying to, you know, provide to the world. Because a lot of people think that... um you know, you put a little bit of lotion and you're out the door. Right. Nah, you Mm-mm. need a little bit of extra things. You need like SPF. Mm-hmm. You need um a lot of oils, like mm-hmm. the vitamin C, vitamin E oils, rosehip oil, things like that. Mm-hmm. So the more you take time on your skin, the less time you'll take on your makeup. That is, you know what? That's amazing because it also helps with like not only blemishes and things like that, but you're also talking about like texture, things that you want to hide that actually like that bumpiness that you see through the makeup. All of that can be helped with proper skincare. Um, I'm big on skincare. My mom, I think I've said this a million times. Anyone who follows me, my mom be on my like lives and shit. Her name is, we call her Mama Kiss, you know, and she's been, yeah, she's been telling me for years, put cream on in the morning and at night 
make sure your skin is hydrated. Um, and you know, I'm 35 years old. I don't feel like I look 35. Yeah, Get girl. Out of here. Yo, your skin is all <laughs> Oh my God. I had no idea she over here looking 19. <laughs> don't gas me. <laughs> no, but like I I I I've always thought about like my skin. So like I always had like my creams or whatever. And when I got older, it was like, okay, I need my 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 essences and I need my yeah. sprays and I'll do my masks, you know, once a week, you know, bi-weekly, whatever the case is. Just mm-hmm. when I feel like I really try to listen to what my skin is doing. Um, especially since in the summer I take I get a lot of sun. So yeah. I was actually speaking yesterday. I have not peeled at all this summer. And this is the darkest I have ever been with a yeah. New York tan. Cause you know, like New York sun is different from like, if you go to like anywhere else to the beach, right? Really it takes enough. you forever to get some type of sunlight, some type of tan or something mm-hmm. like that. That dog is so cute. I can't. <laughs> he wants all the attention. I'm like, oh, so cute. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I was very like, I wanted to make sure that my skin was very hydrated because if it's not hydrated, that's when it starts cracking and it starts peeling. And then you get like the manchas and the discoloration and all of that. And I was not even trying to have that because no, <laughs> you know, like, to be honest, I feel like New York sun is so toxic. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I mean, I mean, if we're going to talk about so it, New toxic. York itself is just toxic. Like, so for real. <laughs> It's like everything from the air to the sun to everything. I'm mm-hmm. just like, what is happening? Because when you said that, I thought of like the difference between New York and like DR sun. Yeah. And I'm just like, wow, to be in DR right now, what a blessing. Seriously. <laughs> but you know, that's why, I mean, I don't know how it is by you. You're in the Heights. I'm in the Bronx, but everybody's moving. Nobody yeah. wants to fucking be here anymore. Like uh-huh. New York is becoming a ghost town. And I was talking to my friend the other day and he was just like, everybody's out. Nobody wants to be here. New York has kind of fallen from like its grace. Like New York was the shit that it, I mean, you know, we're still the shit because New York lives in us. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. the actual people like so many, there was an influx of so many people trying to come here and trying to live here and do this and gentrification and all that shit. All them motherfuckers left because they couldn't handle the shit. Like, you're not a real New Yorker if you bounced. Sorry. That is true. I <laughs> No, that's facts. I definitely agree that. Like, I agree with you because a lot of people have been moving, like, throughout the week. I've been seeing U-Haul trucks from mm-hmm. back to back on the same block. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? All you, all of you need to leave because we know who's leaving. Hello. um (laughs) and that's fine you know leave it's okay because we're definitely gonna have maybe better opportunities on rent we're Mm -hmm. gonna have more space we're gonna have maybe less gentrification like we have different gentrification right now because i live in washington heights so Mm -hmm. you know i'm right by columbia right and um i mean it's completely different we still get like a lot of crazy alerts first of all sidetrack there was two people fighting today with machetes Oh my goodness. It literally said machetes. Machetes. (laughs) Where are you getting machetes in New York? Like for anybody who doesn't know, it's that's a machete. Like those big ass knives. Like, what? What are we doing? How are you this bored? How are you this bored that you went ahead, you wanted to have a sword battle (laughs) out the block? 
maybe that maybe that's why they should leave too like you know if you're not a new yorker you know how unfazed and right. how much of a new yorker you have to be in order to see two people fighting with machetes and be like, <laughs> get out of my way i'm trying to go to work <laughs> right like let me just cross the street because clearly these guys are playing over here i don't have time i'm not about to miss my train so i'm 10 minutes late for work exactly. i don't have time exactly that is hilarious okay so now that we spoke about that and guys check out gifted.co on instagram i'm gonna link everything down below so you can follow that page so you can know about all of the releases and the updates and keep on track oh, wait, with let, me, that. let me say this though let me say this because mm-hmm. a lot of men <laughs> a lot of men always tell me roxanne you don't make stuff for the guys roxanne you don't do this so this is for the men sweeties I'm making a beard oil. Ooh, yes. Because I love the beards. Mm-hmm. I need to make sure that all your beards are very moisturized, luscious. Mm-hmm. And I'm here for it. So we're making a beard oil from gifted.co. Yes. Skincare is for everyone. It's this is what I was just going to say. Skincare, men, stop fronting like you can't buy creams and shit like that. Skin sure. is skin. You guys still have skin and you should actually be treating it more than we do because you're actually irritating it all the time when you get, when you shave. Mm-hmm. It's true. So it's you, right. you really need to treat your skin. I'm tired of seeing all of these leathery faces. I'm sorry. Oh my God, for real, because you don't want to be cuddling up on a guy with a very dry beard and a freaking leather face and it's like come on sweetie all the pores you see all the circles all everything (laughs) like come on sir i'm gonna need you to do better let me help you that's another that's another form of love language um let me put a mask on for you (laughs) yes please let me let me take care of you real quick i got you i might do a hair mask on you too depending on how much hair you got let's see All right, so we're going to get into the next segment, which is hard on my sleeve. Um, And this is just where we talk about things that, like, I love, like, things about me. And we all know I love makeup. I've literally always loved makeup. I was always the one of my friends where they would be like, I don't know how to do this, and I don't know how to do that. And I would just be like, girl. I remember there was this one time. I'm just going to – this is a quick little Mm -hmm. sidetrack thing. I had a friend, right, (laughs) who actually – ended up loving makeup in the future. Like she ended up with like a YouTube channel and all of that, right? But she didn't, she was very much a tomboy when we first met. And one time she was in my house and I was getting her ready. It was like her boyfriend's birthday or whatever. And we were going out to dinner. So I was just doing like a quick little makeup, nothing crazy. And I had an eyebrow, those razors, right? You know, those face razors. And she's, yeah. and she's like, oh, what's this? And I'm like, oh, and I just said it real quick. I was like, it's for your eyebrows. She literally went to shave, oh <laughs> to shave her eyebrow. I was like, what are you doing? Oh, no, <laughs> I was like, you baby. can't see that it's a razor. She thought it was like a comb or like something oh, to flatten my- it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> she had to do the other one. Please tell me she did the other eyebrow. Luckily, I stopped her before oh, it God. got crazy because I was just like, what are you doing? Oh my god, it was so hilarious. That would have been tragic. So I've always loved makeup. Um, as some of you some of you might know, I actually do do a side hustle of makeup. Like 
out of my living room, you know, I have friends or whatever that come over and I'll do their makeup for like events and occasions and things like that. I do also love like Halloween makeup. Last year I did 31 days of Halloween and that was amazing. And I plan on doing it again. Hopefully it's just a lot of fucking work. I don't think people understand how long it takes to do those type of looks. Like it's hours. hours. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? It feels very therapeutic. Very. I was just going to say that to just sit there and like, look at yourself and, Mm -hmm. you know, perfect everything on you. Um, my last look last year for actual Halloween day was like a, um, a bejazzled kind of like clown chola situation. It literally took me eight hours to stick all of those rhinestones all over my face. Uh, The rhinestones. Yeah. (laughs) I still find rhinestones in my bathroom, by the way. Like I was sweeping the other day and I was like, that's a little green fucking rhinestone. How, where did you come from? They never go away. Just like glitter. (laughs) They really don't. Amazing. Like I see it and I'm like, geez, that's so good. So good. Thank you. I love it. And you know, I'm self-taught. YouTube University is where I learned everything. Same, same. You know, you gotta fake it so you make it. <laughs> Shoot. Because when you actually like something, like you can build your craft. You just have yeah. to practice. It's the dedication. Mm-hmm. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. My aesthetic when it comes to like makeup, I don't. I like like a no makeup makeup kind of look. I like to focus on the eyes mostly, but like when it comes to like like my base and my foundation i'm not doing like you said i'm not doing the whole like chiseled contour and things like that for one my face is not chiseled so it's like i would have to do a lot for it to give that illusion and i'm not for that like i have round cheeks like y'all are gonna get my round cheeks (laughs) free the round cheeks because i got round cheeks too And your makeup still looks popping. And that's why, like, when you said earlier, you were like, contour, uh, that's cool. But no, like, I'll usually do, like, a bronzy kind of look just to, like, yeah. make me look more fresh and, like, exactly. youthful in a way, yeah. you know? Um, so, recently, you earned recognition from the queen herself, Pat McGrath, yes. and Erica LaPerla, which, if anybody oh. doesn't know, is Cardi B's makeup artist, for your recreation of the WAP video makeup, can you tell us like how all of that happened, how all of that went down? Because I was so, I started jumping up and down when I saw your story on Instagram. I was so hyped for you. Oh my God. Thank you. Thank you. I still get goosebumps. I'm just like, oh my goodness. (laughs) So like, I remember just trying to find motivation on Instagram, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I want to do a pink look because of the WAP video. Right. And I go and I see Erica post a picture of Cardi mm-hmm. um, in the hallway looking stunning, by the way. Uh, and she said that she was going to do a giveaway with Pam McGrath. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait a minute. The two <laughs> icons right. say less. So immediately I saw the posting and I'm like, damn, should I do this? Like, I don't know if I can actually pull this off because, you know, mm-hmm. being, being someone of color and mm-hmm. also plus size mm-hmm. in the beauty industry, sometimes people look at your work or they look at you and they're like, oh, that's cute. And it's like, no, honey, it's fire. I'm, 
<laughs> I'm here to slay. Like, and let me show you how. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna do it. And I went on TikTok. Or no, I, I might have done like Instagram reels. Okay. Which is like an updated thing of TikTok. And I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna have fun with it. I'm not going to expect to win because right. another thing is that I'm not like one of these big people that have like 25 K followers. Right. Um, and I just thought that those type of people might have be the ones to win. Mm-hmm. Um, but when she picked me, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so, it was so shocking. And also I feel very honored mm-hmm. because my makeup career started with admiring Pat McGrath. Right. Right. So for me to get even like recognized. She's a whole queen. A whole so queen. Iconic. Mm-hmm. I mean like what? Mm-hmm. It, it's just like and her, her nickname it suits her mother mm-hmm. like mother and she really like literally yesterday I was in a class. I, I decided to go ahead and um take a master class with Pat McGrath. Ooh, nice. On Zoom. Okay. And she was there. <laughs> and I was and she was like, children, this and darlings, this, and you're you're so major, this. And I'm just like, oh my goodness, she is everything that I imagined to be. And she's so humble, mm-hmm. super sweet. I mean amazing. And for me to win, I mean if I can show you the box of stuff that she sent me. I can only imagine. I, like, cried. I was just like, are you, like, are you kidding me? <laughs> to, to get okay. recognition, but then also to get recognition from her. And also Erica, because, I mean, let's talk about Erica. Because That's not for her. nothing, she is the only person thus far that I like the way they do Cardi's makeup. I can always tell when Cardi doesn't get her makeup by Erica because it's just something she does. Like she just accentuates the right things in Cardi's face. She pays a lot of good attention to detail in mm -hmm. her craft. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I love Erica in that sense because her talent shows and speaks for itself. Mm -hmm. And like, I feel like she, she can be a little bit reserved, a little shy at times. Right. And the fact that she doesn't let like the outside people like try to get at her or whatever the case is, Mm -hmm. she does her own thing. And she's like, you know what? You could say anything you want about me, but at the end of the day, I'm the one slaying Cardi B's makeup Mm -hmm. and you can actually see where my work is at. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that is, a fucking win she better get it she better (laughs) fucking work because i'm here for it that video so i mean i'm just gonna let y'all know there are some halloween looks coming from that video like i as soon as i saw that video i was like i know exactly what i want to do i know exactly how i want it to look stay tuned i'm not gonna tell y'all what it is but (laughs) it's definitely inspired from the wap video like even Megan's face, like, and Megan does her own makeup, which I did not know. Yes, yes. yes. And I'm just like, you better fucking work, bitch. Like, I love that. I love that. Uh, her makeup looked great. Cardi's makeup looked great. The whole, the aesthetic of the whole video was just amazing. Very Your impressive. recreation was amazing. Like, you even had the pink off the shoulder, hair up. Like, I was like, okay. Had so much fun with that look because I'm like looking for anything and everything around the house. I'm like, oh my god, I should get this towel. Oh my god, it was a robe. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a robe. And then I was like, you know how I'm going to kill this? Because I'm, I'm a makeup artist, but I'm also a graphic designer. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I have not seen anyone take the background and put it on their photo. Right. And I'm like, that's what is going to, it's going to. It's going to set it off. Happy. Yeah. So I was just very happy with the outcome and um proud of like freaking Erica to see I don't want to toot my own my own horn toot here, it. to see toot the it. talent because I was like Erica you gotta see this <laughs> you gotta see Erica so and Erica is very very sweet like she mm-hmm. is so sweet she doesn't let um any of this fame go to her head because there's a lot of people that you know once they get a little bit of little bit of spiciness they go ahead and they be like yo i don't i don't know nobody right and that you know you gotta remember where you came from mm-hmm. so i admire that from erica and pat mcgrath i mean we all know she's an icon 100 <laughs> percent, a woman of color yes speak on it and i admire her so much because of her style of makeup mm-hmm. her style of makeup really inspires me and is you know it fits well with my aesthetic because um, she takes a lot of bold colors. Mm-hmm. And you know how back in the day, people of color, they would be like, you can't wear orange. Right. You can't wear blue. You can't wear neon. You can't wear red. And it's like, why? Because I'm not white. That doesn't even make sense. Yeah, no. So Pat McGrath pushes those boundaries. She mm-hmm. puts every color in any color in such a like, classy majestic way that is so inspiring that i'm mm-hmm. like oh, that's what i do too <laughs> right but i mean if we're just gonna speak about like when back in the days when they used to be like people of color shouldn't wear colors it's not because of anything other than they were fucking lazy and you had to actually put more pigmentation in your cosmetics so that you can see it on people of color instead of pale people absolutely absolutely and they they low-key and high-key jealous because all they ever try to do is copy Mm -hmm. you always want to be bronzed you always want bigger lips like come on like let's be 100 percent here y'all are just mad the 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 wing liner you know how it gives you like almond shaped eyes Mm -hmm. that's all they ever try to do and it's like um yeah my eyes are already almond thank you very much i just use the wing liner to accentuate a little bit because maybe i wanted i wanted to be extra snatched you understand what i'm saying but no so yeah when you said that that kind of like I, was, I rolled my eyes in my head because that's exactly what it is they're just fucking lazy and they hate it um yeah. how did it feel to get praised by these two makeup artists like when when you got the notification or you got the email or you got whatever it was like what was the first response that you had you know what's crazy I'm the type that I've noticed where when something big happens to me, my body doesn't process it how I should mm-hmm. be excited. Mentally, okay. I'm like, oh my God, I should be jumping and screaming and crying right now. But mm-hmm. it takes me about like a day or two. Right. And then you'll find me in a corner crying, <laughs> sobbing <laughs> with happiness. And they're like, what the fuck happened? And I'm like, Pamagraph wrote me a letter. <laughs> The letter I got yesterday, but like I just reread it and <laughs> yeah. So it's like my I stay in a state of shock, and I think it's like the f- uh, flight or fight or flight response. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my goodness! But the reaction that I got when I got her card, okay. she sent me a handwritten letter, and 
it, it said like congratulations for win- winning the WAP video, something very short and sweet, right? Mm-hmm. Which I absolutely appreciate. But then when I saw her signature on it, yeah. I was just like, wait a minute, I'm keeping this <laughs> she forever. Wrote this by hand. Yeah, she wrote this by hand. She put my name on it, and I'm just like, this absolutely made me feel like I'm on the right path, and that I need to chill with the imposter syndrome mm-hmm. because during quarantine. Um, after having like the whole ordeal of, you know, where the, where the hell is my career going to go? You know, what am I going to do? Um, is makeup even going to be a thing after quarantine? Right. All of this, I was just like in the feels about it, so depressed. And then this happened and I'm like, oh no, baby, get up, dust that shit off. Mm -hmm. We're going to be fine. And if Pamagraph and Erica see that your talent is amazing and they're like telling you like you know keep going that's what you should be doing yes yes and let's let's touch on that imposter syndrome because i feel like i've gone through that as well um even with makeup so you know i follow all of these people on instagram right for like inspiration and things but like for example amandizzle i don't know if you're familiar with her the makeup artist in the bronx um i'm not sure okay well she's a makeup artist in the bronx Yeah, you probably definitely do. Um, She is a very prominent freelance makeup artist. She she opened up her own studio, actually, the beginning of this year. All of that. Yeah, and she's young. I want to say she's like 26. She's young. Yes, girl. Okay, 26, 27, maybe. She's not... She's not as old as I am, that's for sure. Um, but her like aesthetic of makeup is very like glam, bridal, you know, like you can tell these people have makeup and it's just, it's on, it's beautiful. It's flawless. She has a great, you know, you know, her skill, her craft is amazing, but her aesthetic is very different from my aesthetic. Right. But I would follow these people. And it's like on Instagram, you would see the people who are making all this money, the people who are getting all of these clients, like they have a certain type of aesthetic. And I would say to myself, like, well, should I be doing that? Should I be trying to like emulate that? Should I be trying to like cake this makeup on? Not to say that that's what they do, but that's like, I don't do that, right? So with quarantine, actually, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to do makeup for the people who want me to do their makeup, for the people who want the type of makeup that I'm going to provide to them. Do you understand what I'm saying? So it's not just all of these glam looks and things like that, because that's not me. And I've actually had more people interested in me doing their makeup since I switched my mindset, because I feel like it's like, you know what, you're going to get what the craft I have. You're going to get the the look that I envision, not what I think people want to see. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all about um, targeting your own audience mm-hmm. and building your own community because, mm-hmm. you know, like how you were saying, people typically go for the Kylie Jenner face. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how many makeup artists are going to be doing a Kylie Jenner soft glam, little bit of brown on the lid, and that's it. And it's right. like, where's the origin originality? Like, mm-hmm. where is you know, where's the difference between something super glam and something different? Like, I just, it it gets me pressed too, because I'm like, you know, the money right now, not right now, let's say before quarantine, Mm -hmm. people would tell me, I literally attended a masterclass during the makeup show. And I asked, what is the style of makeup that will give you clientele? Mm -hmm. Like good clientele. 
which is true the answer was true but it wasn't something that i wanted to hear right it was more so like uh the the makeup style that gives you money is bridal only Mm -hmm. and bridal is just neutrals Mm -hmm. like plain type of makeup Mm -hmm. not that it's not beautiful of course it's beautiful but the way this woman answered me was on some like so whatever you're doing with your face right it ain't it essentially Mm -hmm. and i'm just like what like you know I understand that bridal, yes, people get married and not a lot of people want to wear bright colors and things like that. But how about film? Mm-hmm. How about yeah. theater? <laughs> film, theater. Yeah, like just te- television in general. People yeah. who are just like out and want to be and are going to be taking photographs of and things exactly. like that. Like sometimes bridal is too much for that. And you want to have something. And sometimes people want creativity. Not everybody is boring with their makeup you know like not everybody wants neutrals with their makeup so building your you know building your audience building your community is very key and that's why i sorry to cut you off but that's why i love like meeting other makeup artists it's never competition like you and i we probably don't live far from each other and i wouldn't see you i mean you're doing the damn thing bitch like i i bow down to you okay but I don't see you as someone like I have to be in direct competition with because we're, we're mm-hmm. different people. Yeah, absolutely. Like that's another thing too. Um, working at Sephora, I felt like there was a lot of energy towards like competitive mm-hmm. and a little bit of competition is okay. Right. But that caddy competition, that's not for me. Like mm-hmm. whenever I used to get clients and there was days that I couldn't do it because of whatever reason, I'm the type of person to go ahead and say, hey, you know, my homegirl can do it. Let right. me let me go ahead and send the money over there because I'm not going to be over here stingy. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, if, if I know some other talented, creative woman that can actually help you out too, then I'm going to go ahead and forward it. Mm-hmm. Even if it's like money out of my pocket, I don't care. That's right. the connection. It's the mm-hmm. connection that you can get. And I think people need to realize that too a lot in the beauty community because it's very cutthroat. Mm -hmm. um and as sad as that is it's like you know people want to be on top of each other or like there there can only be one type shit and it's just like no no Mm -hmm. there's so many categories of talent there's so many open opportunities that should be given to Mm -hmm. people of color because that's what we're gonna talk about Mm -hmm. um well that's my target audience (laughs) Sorry if you are of the Caucasian descent and you're listening to this, but my target audience are people of color. And that's who I'm here to talk to, essentially. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard, let me tell you, because it's like, you know, the majority of people in the beauty industry, yes, things have changed. Yes, I'm not going to lie. But I mean, like, down to foundations, something so simple, down to bronzers, Mm -hmm. they would never supply that for people of color, deeper complexions. Why? To me, it just sounds all like jealousy. I don't want to hear the, oh, no, because we don't have the tools and things. Yes, you do. How? It's How many shades of alabaster do we need? (laughs) Porcelain, alabaster, lighter than light. Like, what? I don't have time. We don't need it. We don't need it. Take it away, please. It's like, come on, come on. Inclusivity is what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. And I'm always going to be here for. So it's like, man, I'm telling you now, I feel like the beauty community is doing a lot of difference because of a few things. Like, for example, I'll just name like a few people. 
um, Jackie Aina. Mm-hmm. I love queen. her. She's another queen. Amazing. I have her eyeshadow on right now. Mm-hmm. She is iconic. She's always repping for women of color. Love it. Mm-hmm. Um, another one, of course, Pam McGrath. Yeah. Another one would be upcoming Patrick Starr. Okay. He is one of my icons because growing up also, besides Pam McGrath, I would have YouTuber um, Patrick Starr looking at him. Why? Because he's plus size. Mm-hmm. There is not a lot of plus size people in the beauty community. Especially plus size people of color. Like you'll yes. you'll find plus size Caucasian people, white people all over, but people of color, it's like you don't see them anywhere. Nope. And and that's the sad part. Like I wanna see a plus size woman of color be out there like visibly of color. Cause it's different to be of color and still have like you know, Caucasian characteristics, very light skin, Mm -hmm. maybe passing, people will think that you're white or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, Desi Perkins. Like, she's not, quote unquote, white, but you could have fooled me. Like, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Oh, another example, sis, Selena Gomez. Yeah. I forgot. Mm -hmm. I was just like, what? No. (laughs) It's it's And I'm still thinking you're white. Like, your name is Gomez. And I'm still like, "Mm." It's like after a while, when they become famous, they shed their culture. And it's so sad. It's Mm -hmm. so sad because, and that's why Cardi B, I feel like it's such an icon. Oh my God. I was, I was literally about to say that because she she shot up and she's up there. Like everybody knows who Cardi B is, but she's still her. She's still the bitch that was doing the fucking Instagram uh, videos or whatever, Twitter videos, walking from Highbridge, like smoking cigarettes. Like mm-hmm. that's how long I've been following her. And yeah. she's still exactly the same. I love it. And her personality is the same. Mm-hmm. Like I, I absolutely love that so much. I also as a Libra, cause she's a Libra, I think. Yeah, she is a Libra. Um, shit, I'm a Libra too. So I know. <laughs> Happy early birthday. Happy early birthday. <laughs> thank Tommy. you. Thank you. <laughs> I know how hard it can be because sometimes Libras are very people pleasers. Right. But, um, I love that she stayed true her, to herself regardless of, you know, the massive amount of people now. Because mm-hmm. before she still had fans, she was still fire. Right. But now she's under such a magnifying glass that it's so easy to get caught up and just act like somebody else. But she's just like, nope. She's out here talking to the potential president of the United States. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like- I love that. I love that. Because another stereotype is like, oh no, she's Latina. She's not gonna know anything. Oh no, mm-hmm. she's like, honey. She's over here showing you she's smart. Mm-hmm. She has talents. Mm-hmm. She can be a freaking mom on top of everything that she's doing. Yep. Oh my god, that is amazing in itself. She's doing amazing. amazing. And again, how old is she? Twenty six, twenty seven. I don't know how old she is. Twenty eight. I don't know. I she's thought she was older. Yet. I know that. <laughs> I know she's not thirty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting there though. This year, this year I'm gonna be 30, and I'm just like, I feel like gracefully. Before I was scared, you know. It's not that bad. Yeah, it's super. I will say, I will say, things will change. So like, your skin might change. Like, and it'll just be out of nowhere. Yeah, like you, you can notice it. It's so crazy hitting 30. Um, I never used to break out ever, Mm -hmm. ever, 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 ever. I, I turned 30, all of a sudden, my chin is like a fucking war zone of pimples. And I'm oh like, okay, God. how? 
when did this happen and why did this happen? And my friend that I used to work with, she was like, girl, you're 30 now. So like, stop your shit. <laughs> I'm just like, damn, <laughs> I'm sorry. I think, I think my gift to myself before turning 30, um, mentally at least like preparing myself to turn 30 was like accepting the fact that now I have extremely sensitive skin, Mm -hmm. but now I'm gonna like whisper it and say a secret here. I've never used SPF until now. And that is a bad thing, but like, you know what? We growing. (laughs) But no, let's talk on that because I feel like growing up, you know, I'm lighter. I'm lighter skin. I'm pale as fuck in the wintertime, right? But even then, when summer would come, I'm literally like SPF 8 like oil on my skin sitting in the sun like spf8 ain't shit (laughs) like it's literally (laughs) nothing (laughs) but i would be there or i mean if we're gonna take it back i used to put baby oil and i remember i remember back in the day is the coca-cola and the baby oil yes i was just (laughs) saying that the other day and it's just like what i can't believe i used to do that but it's because like you know even though I'm lighter skin, I still have melanin. And that's why when I get dark, I don't burn. I get brown. Like, I don't turn red, none of that shit. Like, I absorb the vitamin D and it activates whatever, you know, needs to be activated in my skin and all of that. So, like, you grow up knowing, like, oh, the sun ain't really going to do nothing to me. I'm not going to get hurt, blah, blah, blah. But, girl, it is definitely fucking up your skin. You just don't see it. Put on your SPF. Yeah. Protect yourself because this ain't the same sun from 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Our ozone layer is becoming shit. Yeah. And those rays will really fuck you up. And you know what's crazy? Like growing up, I I only know about the Coca-Cola and the baby oil because I would see my friends mm-hmm. put it on. But like growing up, I was like, I'm not gonna lie to you, maybe like three shades darker than what I am now. Mm. And I don't know, like, partly I know why. It's because I used to go to DR so much. Okay. But um, I just feel like before, I would be hiding mm. from the sun. That's, a, that's because, a thing. Yeah, back then it would be like, don't get too dark. Oh, God. Don't get like this. Don't get like that. You don't want to look like this. Or you don't want to get too, too dark. Then you come back to the United States and it's like, you get questioned. My mom used to get questioned in customs. Like, is that really your daughter? Because my mom is very, very fair skin. Mm. And me coming from DR, I was three shades darker. Right, because that sun is something else. Yeah. And there's literally pictures that I look like a different person. Right. And they would be like, who is this girl? I say this all the time. Um, I'm only pale because I live in New York. And I feel like I said this in last week's episode as well. If I lived in, because I'm Dominican and Puerto Rican. If I lived in either one of those countries... I would be darker, like point yeah. blank period, because I'm just going to be in the sunlight. I don't, we don't get sunlight here. So it's like, I only True. get six weeks of actual, like in the sun type of, you know, situation. Yeah. Um, so it's just, it's crazy to me how you grew up hiding from the sun. I was trying yeah. to get darker my whole life, always trying to get darker and you were hiding yeah. from the sun, but I'm that's like, hiding. that's that that hispanic latino self-hate and that shit drives me up the wall and it actually brings us into our next segment and it's you know are you dead ass and i asked you um 
while we were setting all of this up, if you had anything that you wanted to rant about, um, and you said that you wanted to talk about, you know, the lack of black plus size women in the beauty industry, right? And how we don't have representation and how not only being black and of color, but also being plus size, which we did touch upon earlier. Um, but I wanted to talk about how I saw this meme the other day. I don't know if it was, a, I don't know what to call these things. Cause it's not funny, but it's still a meme, right? It's like one of those yeah. little where they just write words or whatever. And it's like, there's nothing what's no, it was like, what's worse than a racist white person is basically a racist Hispanic because oh God, at, yeah. least, <laughs> at least the racist white person has privilege the Hispanic wishes they had privilege, but it's like, what is wrong with y'all? Like y'all are capping out here for these white people because you think you look like them, but back at the ranch, let me tell you, they don't give a fuck. They they still don't see you as you. And as a lighter skin Latina, I am pale as fuck. Like my son is very fair skin. He has red hair because you know, our lineage, we were raped by white people, all of that back in the days or whatever. We're very fair. Mm -hmm. They don't care. I am still a brown girl as fair as I am. I am not white. I never will be white. I will never be part of the club as much as they may think I might look like them or whatever the case is. I'll never be part of the club and neither will you. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's sad. It's sad. Like, you know, the amount of representation in the media, the amount of representation in the media is so small when it comes to just people of color latinas dominicans afro latinas Mm -hmm. um but also what's important i always say this because people are like yeah let's have this conversation about the lack of representation with people of color but then they also forget the lack of representation of people of color who are also plus size Mm -hmm. because i had this conversation before with a friend where i'm like who is the one at the bottom of the period the pyramid mm-hmm. and it's the the fat black woman yeah nobody we wants anything whole, to do with her yeah we gotta hold everybody's weight and we just gotta take it and then if we say something we're angry uh, angry black woman is like what the fuck what do you want me to do because mm-hmm. at the end of the day you have little shirley temple on a billboard but then when you try to put someone like Lizzo oh my god Lizzo she is killing it and people Mm -hmm. still the amount of disrespects all the time oh my god it's ridiculous she's a she is a beautiful plus size woman Mm -hmm. she slays with her makeup on I know she has Mm -hmm. a makeup artist I think his name is Alex but like she's gorgeous and people are like you know what try to strip her value from her Mm -hmm. just because she's fat right right and I think that's so ridiculous because it it's impossible for you to think that there are not other people in the world of different body shapes. Right. Because that's a whole nother spectrum too, where if we do have an acceptable plus size woman, mm-hmm. she is curvy with no stomach. Right. Point blank period. Tall as fuck. Mm-hmm. Big boobs no yep. stomach no fupa and then like thick ass yep 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 i'm telling you and it's like no coming from five two hello Speak on it. plus Go on curvy on. as shit 
belly on whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Big old butt, fat old titties. Like, come on. Don't. Don't. And guess what? So Guys love it. Okay, like, I don't know who told all of these skinny people that guys don't like fat girls. I'm going to tell you right now, there's plenty of men who will grab my stomach and, like, make love to it. Like, point blank, period. I don't give a fuck. Um, Like, they like the softness. Do you know how many times a guy has told me, like, oh, my God, you're so soft. Like, I know. You're so soft. You're so soft. You smell so good. It's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> right. I fucking know. <laughs> Yo, for real, I'm telling you, I've never had an issue with pulling any guy. And right. that is the funniest part to me because it's like people be like, oh, esa gordita, like she's not going to be pulling nobody. She's not going to get married. Honey, I got ni- 90 pound men, six feet tall, talking about, please sit on my face. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. please. Come on. I'm Kill like, me. honey, you Just- can bring Right. Oh, I'm fine. Listen, if he dies, he dies. It's like, <laughs> damn. They love so it. you know, I think the disrespect, the disrespect that people be having over like these fat curvy girls talking about mm-hmm. they not pulling nobody, they not, honey, we pulling everybody. Mm-hmm. And as a matter of fact, make sure you watching your man's because he's in my DMs. <laughs> right. <And that's> <laughs> bro and it's like you go to their and this has happened to me I'm not even gonna lie like you'll go to their pages and like they'll have like you know smaller girls and you know two-piece and all of this and you know they can like pick them up because I don't like guys picking me up I'm not even gonna hold you I don't feel comfortable because I don't trust that y'all are strong enough to hold me I don't like it either, but me being five one, they be trying it. They be and trying. They, they're successful. Yes, <laughs> I hate it though. I'm always fighting. Oh like, my, stop, okay. put me down. Hate it. Oh my god. Yep. But yeah, because I'm five two, so I'm Yo. just as short as you are. And I feel like you know, I started this podcast on. Yeah, we're short, boo. We're short, two hundred plus pounds. Yes, girl. Like same <laughs> kind of, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. When I started this podcast, I. I named it, do I look fat? Because for so long, that's the first question I would ask myself every fucking day. Like I put on this shirt, do I look fat? Oh my God, these jeans are showing my rolls. Do I look fat? Oh my God, I have a double chin. Do I look fat? You know, like shit like that. And I was just like, I don't give a fuck anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, I know I look good. Like regardless. Okay. I look fat. man. that fat does not equal disgusting fat does not equal ugly that fat does that mm-hmm. let's let's just talk on it so it's true it's true it's true and let me tell you like a lot of the times a lot of the times people think that um you know being fat or saying the word fat fat is not a bad word honey mm-hmm. fat is not a bad word and i don't want to hear the kid oh no because you're fat with a ph no f-a-t right fat i'm fat, fat and it's <laughs> it's like come on like we're mm-hmm. we're not doing anything wrong with being ourselves with loving ourselves and i think the problem is that people get so uncomfortable because they don't know how to love themselves in this 90 pound body right and we're out here loving ourselves with all the body we have mm-hmm. and it's like oh but if i can't love myself then you shouldn't be able to love yourself either mm-hmm. right and it's like that's not fair that's not fair and another thing another thing would be like um men or anyone in general 
if you are loving the plus size fat girls, mm-hmm. fat men, mm-hmm. do not hide them. Because they always want to be awesome. No, because I don't want to post my picture yet because of the otro. Or no, because I don't want to show you off because I don't want my homeboys to try to talk to you too. Why you have friends like that? Right. Why are you so worried? Mm-hmm. You better put my picture up there because I look fire. <laughs> and if you are afraid, <laughs> if you are afraid that your homie or whoever, or your mother, because your mother always got to say something, right? Mm-hmm. If, <laughs> if mother's like, I, a ti te gusta la gordita, you better be like, yes, Yes, honey. I do. And mm-hmm. let me tell you, I've been getting so obnoxious because I'm like, I remember I had somebody say something. I don't even remember what the fuck it was. But this is like my response to any time somebody want to say like, oh, you're, you've gained a lot of weight or you're a little fat. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what else is fat? This pussy. <laughs> I don't know if we can say that on here, but you know, this kitty cat fat too. And I don't get no complaints ever whatsoever. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You know, so it's like, I you think know, you touched on it for, for sure. Are. Like, come on. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of insecurities well, with people, you know, the smaller people, they don't understand how we can be happy as being bigger. But then also what I get a lot too, and which is why mm-hmm. I wanted to incorporate like the diet aspect into my podcast, because they automatically assume that we're like condoning unhealthy like eating practices or unhealthy lifestyles and all we're doing is eating mcdonald's every fucking day and drinking soda blah 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 blah. like don't get me wrong i I, i've dibble dabbled and you know all of that shit duh but for the most part i eat regular fucking food my body composition is different i hold my weight different than a lot of people my skinniest and i've said this uh, i haven't said this in a while but my skinniest it's fat for a lot of people. When I lost 70 pounds, I was still only 170. At 5'2", mm-hmm. that's not small. Like, mm-hmm. if we're going to be 100%. But that was my smallest in my body frame. And I looked si- anything other than that, I would look sickly. Because it just yeah. doesn't fall right on me. Yeah. And people don't I realize that. I feel you completely. I think that everybody looks good in their own type of bodies and in their own aspects Mm -hmm. and like especially what you're saying like your your smallest was 170 like for me my most comfortable I would say Mm because my smallest had to be like 160 or something Mm -hmm. but my most comfortable where I felt like the baddest bitch in the world Mm -hmm. was a steady muscle 200 pounds where I was going to the gym twice a day Mm -hmm. lifting weights doing cardio doing one mile in 10 minutes Mm -hmm. and people would still look at me and be like you're fat and I'm like and but I could I could I could probably do better than you in the gym I could probably lift more than you in the gym with your skinny ass uh-huh. exactly exactly and it's like people people don't look at your accomplishments that's why it's so important to celebrate yourself mm-hmm. because somebody else can come and be like oh yeah but you know what you're still fat mind you i lost 150 pounds right what have you done over here like what have yeah like what have you done why are you so pressed on my life and my body mm-hmm. focus on yourself mm-hmm. because let me tell you something else these little, these, not these little girls. Let me just say like people that are under 200 pounds, mm-hmm. they always, or the people that want to advocate healthy eating, your pro- body positivity is promoting obesity. Excuse me. You're over here eating hot Cheetos, mm-hmm. smoking 50 blunts a day mm-hmm. and drinking all this fucking alcohol. Right. And I'm 
promoting obesity? I'm promoting an unhealthy lifestyle. Uh huh. All uh-huh. I do is drink water all damn day. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Exactly. Exactly. And I feel like curvy people, fat people are the most active at times. Of course, there's other people that don't do the same. Right. But like, we're always trying to smell good. Mm-hmm. We're always trying to drink water. We're always trying to stay healthy. And people are going to see your appearance on the outside and be like, you don't do shit. You sit down all day and that's why you're fat. Oh, you actually don't know my life. Right. So... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of it, girl. I'm sick of it. <laughs> I'm girl, listen, I'm telling you, we can go on and on and on about how people are fucking annoying when it comes to like yeah. beauty standards and, you know, whether it's in the makeup industry or not in the makeup industry, like people are just so mean for no reason, for no reason. And body shaming yeah. is, you're a dub. I'm sorry. If you're out here body shaming anybody, like, even if you think it's funny on Instagram, cute, cute, haha, kiki, I'm looking at you and I'm just like, I'm probably going to mute you now and you, I'm never going to see your post again. I might not unfollow you depending on what our situation is because people really get offended when you unfollow them, Thank but you. I'm definitely going <laughs> to mute you. Definitely Yo, I think the mute feature is the best thing on Instagram because <laughs> you can mute the stories, you can mute the posts and it's like they never even existed and you're at like, all. okay. Girl. At all. And then like, you could just blame it on the algorithm. Like, girl, no, I never see your stuff. What I never you see your stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I'm still following you whole time. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see it. For real. <laughs> Very easy. That's another thing. Social media age has been, it's, it's toxic and it's good because you can definitely dispose of a person in two seconds but then it's also like you don't really want to be disposing people like that you know what i'm saying right it shouldn't be that (laughs) easy (laughs) you can definitely choose to see what you want to see yeah on social media and that's very important why i yeah i choose to see my fellow people of color i choose to see my fellow plus size babies Mm -hmm. i choose to see all my wonderful black latino afro latino men people Mm -hmm. of color all mm-hmm. the creative makeup artists like yourself, mm-hmm. the moms, the dads, like, you know, natural mm-hmm. community, natural hair. Mm-hmm. I choose to see that on my feed because I don't want no toxicity. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see it. It's been 29 years right. of me seeing the same shit. And it took me a long time to go ahead and be where I am today. Mm-hmm. Like if my 16 year old self would look at my 29 year old self right now, completely yes. different person. Completely. She used to get perms. Mm-hmm. she used to be just like so lost mm-hmm. and now I'm trying over to conform here, like, and fit in with everybody else that? I'm over here like you take me how I am and that's it if you don't like it there's the door hello the door. over it over it um mm-hmm. this was a great conversation I'm so yes. happy that you came <laughs> on the podcast you don't even know uh, tell my me. listeners where they can find you so you can definitely find me on Twitter, Instagram, Oh Hey Roxanne. Um, you can follow my skincare brand that's coming out, let's say 2021. Mm-hmm. It's gifted.co. So it's going to be G-F-T-E-D dot C-O. Um, the I is silent because I has ego and we're getting rid of ego in skincare. And um yeah, I definitely respond. I'm not one of those bougie ass people mm-hmm. <laughs> that don't respond to them. So if you have a question, if you want to take me on a date or whatever, <laughs> <I love that. laughs> we can go ahead and get it popping. <laughs> 
yeah. But thank you so, so much for having me. This was amazing. Thank you so much, guys. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, underscore Steffi Kiss, S-T-E-P-H-Y-K-I-S-S. The podcast page is Fine and Thick Pod, exactly how it's spelled. Everything will be linked down below. My information, Roxanne's information. She's fire. Go fo- follow her for all makeup inspo, natural hair yeah. inspo, all all the things go follow her okay um thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the do i look fat podcast i will be back next week with another episode take care guys bye yeah.